Welcome to the Life After Plus One podcast, where we turn life's lemons into delightful lemonade. Get ready for inspiring stories, uplifting conversations, and all the tips and tricks to rock your single parent journey with style. I'm your host, Leanne, and it's time to embrace the adventure of Life After Plus One. So let's dive in. Welcome back to Life After Plus One. I'm your podcast host, Leanne, and I'm going to dive straight into today's episode. And that is, does being a single parent affect my child? How does the relationship status of being a single parent have an effect on your kids? And I feel like a lot of people believe that it does. That's why a lot of people tend to stay in relationships when they're not happy. I know a lot of people in relationships and they've openly said that they're there purely for the kids. And it just makes you question, why though? Why? That's nice that you're doing it and that's very big of you to put the kids first like that. But why would you want to continue in a relationship when you're not happy just for the kids? Are you being a positive role model for your kids for what a healthy relationship really looks like? Maybe you are. Maybe there's no fighting and there's no issues, but you're there because it's just easier. You're both not happy. You've both admitted it, but you know it's easier to stay together than it is to separate and have to do the whole financial settlement and sell the house and do the whole co-parenting arrangement. So maybe that's why it is. Maybe it's not just the people are worried about how it's going to affect the kids. But there are people out there that do do it. Well, I should say that do worry about it. It is a common question. It is a big thing that people worry about. How does it affect my child if I become a single parent? Will it have a negative impact on them? And the answer is no. No, it doesn't. It is a known fact that children are just as happy living with a single parent as they are with those that are living with both parents. It's a known fact. And what does make the kids unhappy is the way their parents behave and the way they communicate things. That's what affects the child. And that can either be in a single parent relationship or it can be in a marriage. There are relationships and marriages around that are quite toxic with fighting and there could be drinking and verbal abuse and emotional abuse and could even be physical abuse. Now this is usually a reason why people end up becoming single parents because they're put in situations like this. And it's those are the situations that do affect the kids. It's not the process of when you become a single parent and the kids having to live with just one parent. That's not what ruins the kid or what affects the kids, I should say. What does affect the kids is the things that they see, the things that they hear, the things that they're told, the things that they're deprived of. They're things that affect the kids. Because there's toxic behavior that happens in marriages and relationships. Those are the things that affect the kids. Not the fact that they're with one parent. The fact that they're around toxic behavior, verbally abusive behavior, controlling behavior, manipulative behavior. Those are the things that affect the kids. So if you are worried about your child being in a single parent home and not getting the upbringing they need, then that's up to you to communicate that with them and to be that role model for them to ensure that they have that healthy and happy upbringing. Now, something that a lot of people seem to forget when it comes to kids is that they need to talk about their shit too. They need to talk about things. They need to talk about what's on their little head and what's going through their brain and what's happened with mum and dad and what's happening at home. And then they have problems at school with their friends and so-and-so said this. They have all these things going through their head. Their head's probably running at a million miles an hour. 
they need someone to talk to. Just like us adults, we have our friends to talk to, or our boss, or our neighbor, or our parents, or our, whoever. We always have people to talk to. Kids need that too, but they don't go to school and go up to their little friends and say, hey, Susan, mummy and dad have a fight. Can I ask you some advice? They don't do that. They might just turn around and say, oh, mum and dad had a fight, but not realizing that they might be doing something wrong by saying that. But they're not going to turn around and ask for their friends for advice. But they've got all this shit going through their head. So what they do, they need mum and dad to help them communicate this. They need them there to talk about those things with them. And that's what makes that single parent process so much easier. You need to communicate what's happening. And it's not just talking to them about the breakup and what's happened. And that does play a big part. Because I know for me, my parents broke up when I was quite young. And it took me a long time to finally realize that it wasn't my fault. I looked at it like it was my fault. I looked at it like my dad walked out on me, even though that was never the case. It was never what happened. It was an issue between my parents and it was a decision made between my parents. It had nothing to do with me. But because I was a young kid and then all of a sudden my dad was gone and I didn't know what happened, that's what I looked at. That's how I looked at that situation, that he walked out on me. So for years, I had anger towards him because it was his fault for leaving me. But that's not what happened. And that's how important it is for you to talk to your kids about the situation. Mummy and daddy aren't together anymore, but we still love you more than anything. But we're just going to love you from two different homes. Unfortunately, we don't love each other the same way anymore. But we want to do what's best for you. And what's best for you is to have you in a healthy, happy home. And mummy and daddy are going to be healthier and happier when we're in our own separate homes. You need to explain to them in a kid-friendly way what's going on. Because they will. They will think it's their fault. Kids are like that. Certainly something happens. They think, oh, I did this wrong. Oh, it's my fault. Or so-and-so hates me. Or they don't know. They don't know how to understand these things or process these feelings. It's our job as their parents to talk to them about these things. And like I just said, they don't go to school and chat to their friends about their problems and ask them for advice. They don't know how to do that. They're too young. So they've got all these things chewing on their head, not knowing what's going on or how to handle things. And that's why a lot of the times kids misbehave. And especially when you're going through the process of the child going to the other parent's house and quite often they'll come back to the other parent and they'll come back with a different attitude or start misbehaving or they'll start being moody or they might start disobeying you and a lot of the times it's not the kids being a little shit or sometimes some people might think it's the other parent telling them to do that they might say or they might think that they the other parents telling them to be naughty for mum or be naughty for dad and who knows they may be dickhead parents that are out there that are doing it but it's a stupid move but A lot of the times that's not what it is. It's just the kids are confused. They're confused. They don't know how to handle it. They're still processing the fact that they've now got mum in one home and dad in one home. Just as we need to process our breakup as adults. And as adults, we don't just get over that overnight. It can take months. It can take years to actually get over a breakup. So you can't exactly tell a child what's happened and expect them overnight to just behave like nothing's happened. It's not going to work that way. If we as adults don't just get over things overnight, then why should we expect our kids to? It's a slow process with anything and it's our job as adults to help them through this. 
when they do come home from the other parent's house and they're misbehaving and they've got signs of attitude or sassiness, we need to work out where this is coming from, what's going on. And like I said, a lot of the times it's just feelings of confusion and they might feel lost. They might have been at dad's or mum's and they felt weird or out of place because the other parent wasn't there. It's a lot for them to take on. And just like my daughter, she went through a stage where she'd come home with her little behaviours and act up and, you know, in your head you might be thinking, fuck you little shit, if you're going to keep acting like this, you can stay at dad's and not, I don't want to deal with these behaviours. But it's just them not knowing how to talk about these things. And I found out that my daughter was too scared to tell me when she was having fun at dad's house because she thought I'd be jealous. She didn't want to tell me, God love her. And I said, darling, I want you to have fun. I don't want to know that you're there just sitting in a bedroom being bored shitless. I love that you're out there doing stuff. You being happy makes me happy. You sitting in a bedroom all weekend being miserable and sad, that's not going to make me happy. So please don't think I'm jealous or sad or upset because you're having a fun time because that's what I want you to be doing. That's what kids need. So if you're worried about your child being affected by being in a single parent household, then you need to encourage a healthy, happy environment. And to do that, you need to encourage a healthy, happy relationship with the other parent. And by that, I mean, don't start bagging out the other parent in front of the kids. Oh, dad's an asshole. Dad did this. Mum's a bitch. Mum's this. Don't do it. It's not their issues. Tell it to a friend. Tell it to a workmate. Tell it to whoever you want. It's not your kids' problems. That's their parent. And when you put that shit in their head and they go to that other parent's house, they're either going to, one, have anger towards that parent or, two, go there and be extremely confused and not know how to express any love or affection for the other parent because mum or dad's just put their shit in their head. Those are the things that have a negative effect on a kid being in a single family household. And that's not what you want. Don't involve the kids in your parental issues And most importantly, as hard as this may be, encourage them to have a healthy relationship with the other parent. They may go through a stage where they don't want to go to mum's or they don't want to go to dad's. If nothing serious has happened and they're not, haven't been affected in any way, then encourage that relationship. Encourage it. They may still fight and they may still not want to go. Eventually, you, you can't get to a point where you force it. But kids will also milk things. If they're having more fun at one parent's house than the other parent's house, then they will milk it. They will want to stay at the so-called fun house longer than the other one. But you've got to also put your foot down and encourage that. They're the kid. They don't have control over you. They don't tell you when they're coming and going. You need to say, nope, this is mum's weekend or nope, this is dad's weekend. If you're not having fun, then you need to find a way to make it fun. Are you just sitting around on your phone all weekend? Is that why you're bored? Then get up and say, ask them, ask mum, can you take us to the shops? Dad, can you take us to the beach? Can we do something? Tell them. Always try and encourage that healthy relationship with the other parent. And it doesn't matter what they did to you. It doesn't matter how much they pissed you off or vice versa. It's not your issue anymore. It's not you going to visit the other parent. It's the kids going to, to visit the other parent. So just because you're pissed off at them, why do the kids need to be? Encourage that healthy relationship. So like I said, if you're worried about your kids being affected by being in a single parent household, then you've got to look at the way you're handling it. 
because that's the biggest impact on the way they're going to take it and what they're going to get from your situation. So with kids, you've got to stick to your routines. Stick to your schedule, stick to your routines. If you've just recently moved into a single parent household and you've been in that family home together and then you had the same dinner time, you had the same shower time, you had the same sports week and the kids had their own chores that they needed to do, then stick to that. And if there was a set time each night that the kids had to get off their devices, stick to it. And I know it's hard as a single parent and you're on your own and you've just cooked dinner and all you want to do is just lie down, but you've got to still go and wash the dishes and you may need to pack their school lunches and then you may need to go help with showers if they're at an age where you still need to assist with that. It's a lot to take on. It is. So then they might come to you and say, Mom, I don't want a shower tonight. I'm not going to have one. Yeah, it's easy for me. I've had enough on my plate. That's one less thing for me to have to worry about. Okay, son, don't worry about a shower tonight. And then the next night they might come and say, oh, mum, can I sit down and watch a movie tonight? And you know, you would never let them watch a movie on a school night. But then you give in because then you think to yourself, okay, that's easier. They're kept quiet. They're out of my hair. Go watch a movie. And then the next night it might be something else. And you're constantly giving in to them. And then they're going to start walking all over you. You're losing your schedule. You're losing your routine. Don't do it as hard as it is and as much as you want to give in because you're doing enough as it is, stick to your routine, stick to your schedule. And if it is hard and you are doing a lot, get them to help out a bit. Get them to do age-appropriate tasks. Put the dishes away. Wipe the dishes. Most importantly, stick to your routines. Now, when you're just broken up you are probably in a different house maybe both parents are in a different house maybe the one parent is in the house where you all live together and the other parent has moved out whatever your situation is it's still a lot for the kid to process maybe they're with mum in the original family home and dad's moved out and they go visit dad at a different place or vice versa maybe mum's moved out or maybe both parents moved out whatever the situation is It's still something that the kids are going to have to adjust to. So even though you may still have one parent in the original family home, the kids are used to that. They know their bedroom. They know where everything is. But then they're going to a whole new place that they've got to get used to. Or if you're looking at a situation where both parents are in a different house, that's two whole new homes and two whole new situations that the kids have got to now adjust to. Kids are very adaptable. But you've got to keep in mind, this will take a little while for them to adjust to. And it's a lot for them to process. Because not only are you adjusting to being in your new home, the kids have now got two new places. Or maybe you're still in the same place, but the kids are going to a whole new place. It's a lot for them to take on. So just be kind to yourself and be kind to your kids. They're going to have emotions. They're going to have and there probably will be challenging times but it's all to do with the change and it's all to do with them understanding what's happening and if they are in a new place I just be staying somewhere for a short time just till you get back up on your feet you might be staying at mum and dad's you might be staying with a friend wherever you're staying make sure the kids have their own space whether it's their own bedroom whether it's a little corner or a shelf or a wardrobe that's got their things give them some structure give them something of what they know what they're used to some of their toys some of their clothes something that's theirs so they're not going to a whole new place that's foreign and they're like what just happened 
even if it is grandma and granddad's house and they know them, still have some things that are there for them that make them feel a little bit more comfortable. And also, if you're not the primary carer of the kids and you're not with them as often as the other parent, take your time to build that one-on-one relationship with those kids again because you may be wanting to spend more time with the kids. Everyone's situation is very different. But the way to go about it is not to start fighting with your ex and complain about how much time you have with them because being miserable and angry to your ex The kids will often see that. If you're not happy because of something that's the situation you're in, try and find the good in it and just be happy when you do have the kids. And when you have them, don't be bitching about mum or dad. Don't be complaining about things they've done. Enjoy the time that you have together. So when they leave, they're happy. They're leaving knowing that they had a great time with mum or they're leaving knowing that they had a great time with dad. You don't want them leaving feeling drained and miserable the whole time all they've been doing is listening to bullshit comments and questions about the other parent they don't need to hear that when you have the kids focus on having a good time with them but really this applies to both parents and it doesn't matter if you're the primary carer or not when you're with the kids don't sit there and bag out the other parent All you need to do is focus on enjoying your time with the kids. And yes, I understand if you are the primary carer, it is hard to sit down and focus on constantly just being happy with them because you are just run off your feet. You're working, you come home, you cook, you clean, you do everything, you don't stop. Yes, it is hard, especially during the week when you've got school and everything happening and you don't really get to stop for a little bit and put your feet up until it's school holidays. And even then it's go, go, go. Where's your break? It doesn't exist, I understand. But try focus on the good in the situation and try enjoy your time with the kids. Because more often than not, that's what you've wanted. You've wanted that your kids for that amount of time. You've wanted to be the primary carer. So you've got it now. You are the primary carer. So make the most of that time. Enjoy it. And then when they're with the other parent, then you can enjoy your quiet time and that's their time to enjoy with the kids. What it comes down to, if you're worried about how your child is going to be affected living in a single parent household, it's not the fact that they're living with one parent that is going to affect them. Because as I said, you can be in a family that's got two parents and it can be extremely toxic. Or you can be in a single family household with just one parent and it can be quiet and it can be calm and it can be happy. It's got nothing to do with how many parents a kid lives with that determines if they'll be affected or not. It's to do with what happens in that household and how they're brought up and what happens and what they're seeing and what they're doing and what they're being told. That's what affects the kids. Not if it's one or two parents. It's what's happening in the house. Us as their parents to provide that healthy, happy environment for them. And to do that, we need to communicate what's going on. And keep in mind, they're going to have challenging behaviors. They will muck up. They will try to milk things from us because they know sometimes when it's just the one parent, they can probably get away with things a lot more. Be firm. Keep the family life as similar as possible as to what it was before when you were all together in that one family. Keep those after school activities going, keep that homework routine going, keep any catch up with friends going, keep it as similar 
as possible to what it was. Some things may need to change because of your financial situation. You may need to stop doing certain activities with them. But try and keep it the same or keep it as similar as possible. Most importantly, it doesn't matter what you think of your ex and it doesn't matter what your ex thinks of you. You don't need to communicate that to the kids. And it's your job to create a happy or to encourage a relationship with the other parent. So don't start forcing kids to not want to go there. Don't start telling the other parent that they can't see their kids, especially if it hasn't been anything serious that's happened. If it's just because of they've hurt your ego or you're pissed off or something, that's not a reason to involve the kids and stop them seeing the other parent. You want your kids to be happy in a single parent household, then it comes down to you and the way you behave and the way you handle the situation. And I say this all the time and the biggest thing, your breakup is your breakup, not your kids' breakup. And any breakup, no matter what, no matter if you're 15 or no matter if you're 55 or however old you are, it still breaks your heart. It hurts. You've just been rejected. You've been let down. But don't make the kids suffer because of that. If you're hurting or if you're upset, then you need to manage that. That's your issues, not your kids. So to maintain that happy single parent household, it comes down to you and how you're handling it. So that's about it today. I just wanted a little short one because that is a question out there that's on people's tongues. Does it affect my kids and people staying in relationships when they're not happy? And I do understand financially it's easy to stay together it's a toxic environment and if it's affecting the kids in a negative way then I would a hundred percent recommend to start looking at different avenues looking at things you can do to either improve the relationship or change the relationship for good but you don't want to be in a toxic situation and you're staying together just for the kids but that toxic relationship is having a negative impact on the kids And lastly, the kids will have behaviours. They will start acting up. You will start seeing challenging moments from them. But keep in mind, it's not them being little shits. It's them understanding and processing the situation. And I know it's hard. You've probably got a lot on your plate. You're processing the breakup. You're processing the change in situation, your financial situation. You're living in a different place. Your whole life has changed and you're processing that. But don't forget, it's had an effect on the kids too and they need their time to process it. So talk them through it, explain to them what's happening and have that open relationship with them. Don't expect you to sit down every night and sing Kumbaya together. But if they are behaving in a way that's not right or that you don't agree with, then 100% sit down, talk it out. What's going on? Why are you behaving like this? What's happened? Let's talk. So that's about it. I just wanted a little short one today just to confirm with you guys that being a child in a single parent household is not a bad thing and they will not be affected by just being in a single parent house really comes down to us as their parents to support them and guide them in the right direction and it's up to us to encourage that happy household that healthy environment and healthy relationships even if you don't like the other parent just focus on your time with the kids focus on being happy with them and making your special memories together because 
being a single parent is not a bad thing and you're not putting a bad influence on the kids. You think you're teaching them that it's okay to stand up for yourself. It's okay to start again. It's okay to change your direction in life. And things don't always go as planned and that's okay. And we make do. And they're big lessons for kids. So that's it from me for today. Just a nice short one. If you have any questions or if you have a topic that you really want to hear, you want us to have a chat about it. And you know what? If you have a question that you want me to answer on the podcast, shoot it through. Send through a message on my Instagram page or through for my website with a question of what you want answered and I will discuss it on the podcast for you. My Instagram page and my website are in the show notes below. So feel free to jump on there if you want to message through with anything. That's about it from me, guys. Thank you again. Thank you for tuning in. And until next time, I'll be here soon. Thank you for joining us on the Life After Plus One podcast. If you loved what you heard today and looking for some further support, then jump onto our website, lifeafterplusone.com. Plus, don't forget to check out our Instagram page for further resources and inspo. You can find all the links in the show notes. And remember, you're not alone on this path. I'm looking forward to seeing you on the next episode. And in the meantime, keep thriving, keep growing, and keep exploring your amazing Life After Plus One.